welcome to the second edition of Let's Talk More on America Can We Talk with Debbie Georgiatis. You know, I love this idea. We have a Sunday evening show, America Can We Talk, on 660 AM, and it's in the North Texas area. The show also, obviously, is available online at Ladies Can We Talk, and very soon at our new website, America Can We Talk. You'll just click on Listen Live and listen to our show every Sunday evening. But we decided about a month ago that there's just always some topic, and honestly, maybe more than one topic, we couldn't quite get to, or we wanted to spend a special amount of time dedicated to talking about that one subject. And this week, I intended in last night's show to spend a great deal of time talking about the uh, result of the FBI one-year-plus investigation into Hillary Clinton and her private email server and the findings by the FBI and Director James Comey announcing us last week after listing a litany of things that she did wrong, very, very damning language. In fact, we happened to be on vacation when this uh, announcement was made that James Comey was going to announce the outcome of his investigation to Hillary Clinton. And we were you know, we're on vacation, so we were not really tuned into news, but I heard that we took the time out to turn on this presentation, uh, this speech uh, by FBI Director Comey. And it was so interesting because for the first few minutes listening to him, we thought, wow, he's actually going to tell the truth. He's actually going to expose Hillary Clinton. He used words about her conduct as extremely careless. He talked about it being no reasonable person would have used this completely unsecured private email server to transmit classified information, that everyone would know this, every reasonable person would know this. And after all of that, his conclusion was, and he sees his finding and his recommendation to the Department of Justice to Attorney General Loretta Lynch was no criminal charges. And I want to talk about this today. You know, I know this show, America Can We Talk, we are political, we are conservative, but this show is also always about preserving the great, unique, exceptional identity of America. It's about why America is exceptional, why it's great, and how we hold on to it. And one of those items that you have to hold on to, to hold on to America, is the idea of the rule of law. The idea that laws apply to everyone, whether you are the Queen Hillary, whether you are the common man, whether you are a low-income person in a poverty-stricken neighborhood, the laws apply the same to everyone, and we strive. We have, this country has strived for over 200 years to hold to that standard. And what and what, what I want to talk about today and why it's so important to really understand and take these home as talking points is that we really are beginning to see with this decision by the FBI Director James Comey, we're beginning to see or it's, it's not beginning, it's another step in the dissolving, the evisceration of the idea of the rule of law applying to everyone. And I also on the show, and I say it in all my promos, my pitches, I don't want to just talk politics on America Can We Talk. I want to talk about them in a way that tells you why it matters to you, why it matters to America. So that's what we're going to try to do in talking through what happened with Hillary Clinton and the investigation into her email server. I want to back up and just do a couple, setting the table, a couple facts we all have to have clear. Hillary Clinton was the Secretary of State, which is among the top leadership positions in the United States of America, top leadership 
positions, excuse me, from 2009 to 2013. During her entire tenure as Secretary of State, she naturally had access to top secret classified information. She had access to and need to communicate about top secret information, secret information, sensitive information, information that protected and and was relevant to the lives of American people, American citizens who were serving their country and putting themselves in harm's way by carrying out missions on behalf of our country in dangerous places around the world. This was part of her job. It sounds like a spy novel job. It was her job. Secretary of State is among the most prominent, important positions in American government. You cannot conduct that job. You cannot perform that job without coming into regular access, regular access with secret information, top secret information. And so at the beginning of that job, and let me again say who Hillary Clinton is. Hillary Clinton, number one, is a lawyer. She attended and graduated from law school. She practiced law. She's been a senator. She has been the, the um, first lady. So when she stepped into the role of Secretary of State, it wasn't like it never occurred to her that she might have access to top secret information. She already has some of that access probably as a senator. But when she stepped into that job as Secretary of State, she has now acknowledged she set up a private email server at home, completely circumventing the system the United States government has in place to protect our secrets. She set up a private email server at home. She combined on that server her work email, her top secret email, her secret email, her classified email, along with her emails about her yoga classes, her daughter's wedding planning, all sorts of other topics. Hillary Clinton went out of her way to avoid doing what the Secretary of State was supposed to do, what other top-level officials in the United States government do, which is to conduct U.S. business on computer servers and emails that are protected by the security apparatus of the United States of America. And this is not someone who was the janitor at the secretary of the Department of State. It was not someone who was just a low-level secretary. This is the head of the agency. The secretary of state is the head of the Department of State. She decided day one She was not going to comply with what everyone knew she was supposed to do. And there's been great controversy. In fact, some of my Democrat, um, uh, I wouldn't say opponents, I have been on talk shows and hosted events where I'm going back and forth with a Democrat activist. And they will continually say, it wasn't a crime. She didn't commit a crime. She's allowed to. But you know what is a crime? In 18 U.S. Code, Section 793, it is to mishandle classified information. So when you put classified or to remove it from its proper place, where it's supposed to be kept, where it's supposed to be stored, and whether that applies to physical documents, removing a file from the Secretary of the Department of State, or more commonly, obviously, today, electronic documents, it's a crime to mishandle classified documents. And part of what this whole dispute is about, what I want to really make clear, this is not you know, a slap on the wrist that she should get because she used the wrong email account. She turned on her laptop. And, you know, I I will say my laptop, I have 
five or six email addresses I use for various specific reasons. I've numerous times sent emails from my, my own, my one computer, and I meant to send it from one email address, but I, I use another by mistake. But that's not what we're talking about here. It's really, I think a lot of this, uh, the Clinton, Clintons, Hillary Clinton and her team have gotten away with trying to dismiss this. She's used the word, this is an administrative review. It's just a kind of policy review. This is nothing like you or me or anyone using the wrong email address in our computer system. This is entirely circumventing the server, the storer of the information, where the information, the content of your emails goes back and forth. That's what she kept at her home, the entire server. So the federal law, one that's in question, says it is a felony to mishandle classified information, and it defines the wrongdoing that they look for as gross negligence. Gross negligence, as a former lawyer or any other lawyer would tell you, does not require intent. After we come back from our upcoming break, I'm going to make a little bit of an analogy to driving while you're drunk. You know, if you drive while you're drunk and you cause an accident and you end up killing someone or hurting someone, it's a different statute, you're a different charge than you would be had you intentionally you know, pulled out a gun and killed someone. The law contemplates the right and the responsibility to assess intent and to decide whether intent was there. So Hillary Clinton, under FBI James Comey's own words, was extremely careless. She and her staff, extremely careless. That's the definition of gross negligence. That's what gross negligence means. But Hillary Clinton decided, I'll handle it any way I want, and no one is going to complain about me. So you can, we come back to us after this break. I want to talk a little bit more about what happened, the hearings in Congress this past week, when FBI Director James Comey answered questions about this extremely important national security issue. This is Debbie Georgiatis, and let's talk more with America Can We Talk. In recent months, some have lost faith and trust in those who protect us. Frustration has blurred our vision, but we've faced challenges before. Operation Blue Shield is a new movement to help communities have productive conversations directly with law enforcement and first responders to listen and heal. I'm all in. I'm all in. We're We're all in. Stand united with us at OperationBlueShield.com. This time, it's for all of us. For America's wounded warriors, coming home can sometimes be a battle in itself. Making the transition back to civilian life or active duty with a traumatic injury can be the challenge of a lifetime. The USO provides every American a way to support our wounded warriors and their families through every phase of their medical treatment and rehabilitation. It's how all of us, as a community, can give something back to our heroes. It's how we can say thank you and assure them that their sacrifice is recognized and appreciated by every one of us. Join us. Visit USO.org to learn how you can make a difference in the lives of our wounded warriors and their families. The USO. Until everyone comes home. 
Hi, this is Jean Burke with College Prep Genius. Colleges go up on their rankings because of test scores. When your student has a great score, they can get free college. I am giving away my 15 secrets to free college. Go to my website, collegeprepgenius.com. Click on 15 secrets to free college and use the code radio. You're going to learn the secret formula that colleges use to get you free college. So again, that's www.collegeprepgenius.com. Owning your own business is one of the most rewarding things you'll ever do, but it certainly isn't easy. For nearly 50 years, business owners have been getting the help they need from SCORE, all for free. My SCORE mentor helped me take the first step. He helped me create a business plan and helped me implement it. SCORE mentors are passionate about sharing their expertise to help small businesses achieve success. I could not have done it alone. Whether you're a startup or an existing business, SCORE mentors can help you achieve your goals and help your business grow. With more than 12,000 volunteers with real-world business experience, SCORE is ready and willing to help make your dreams come true. SCORE helped me to make the unimaginable possible, all for free. Visit SCORE.org to get started today. SCORE, for the life of your business. Who says green can't be clean? Here's a tip that many professional home cleaning services already know. You can power through the grime in less time with our 100% naturally safe speed cleaning products. Don't waste your time with the products that don't work. Our non-toxic cleaners are safer on pets and people, yet tough on dirt. If you want to clean your home in half the time, visit speedcleaning.com and sign up for our speed cleaning tip of the week. Hi, I'm Sarah Crilly. Joining me today, District Governor of 2016-2017, Bill Dendy. Welcome. Sarah, it's great to be here with you. Brody is an organization with over 1.2 million members worldwide. It's an organization that was built on the idea that people can get together for good fellowship, but also do some good work for their community, for each other, and for the world at large. And overall, that's thrived here in the North Texas region. Check out Rotary5810.org. That's R-O-T-A-R-Y 5810.org. I was leaving an exercise class. All of a sudden, the pain started. My entire chest. Shortness of breath. Very fatigued. Nauseated. Thought that it was nothing much, maybe just stress. You're having a heart attack. I'm healthy, I'm young. There's no way it could be my heart, no way. Heart disease doesn't discriminate. Listen to your body, go get checked. Heart disease is the number one killer in women. And this is something that we can fight. Visit GoRedForWomen.org to learn a woman's risk for heart disease. You're listening to RNCN, the digital destination for premium talk radio. And welcome back to Let's Talk More, our Monday after the Sunday show for America Can We Talk. This is Debbie Georgiatis, and today we're doing a little bit of deeper dive into the story this week that actually captured the nation's attention for two full days until the most tragic uh, murder by a sniper of five Dallas police officers or four Dallas police officers and one DART officer. So on my show last night, America Can We Talk, I had intended up until about Thursday, I had intended to talk a lot about what ha- what James Comey's recommendation meant, what it means for the rule of law. And of course, we did switch to be ta- to talk this past 
Sunday night, last night, to talk about the uh, situation in Dallas and the Black Lives Matter movement and the violence that is emerging, uh, and racial tension between the police. And so we that was a, a appropriate and vital thing to talk about last night. But I didn't want to let this story get away because this story relates to the fall elections. It relates to the fact that we have the apparent candidate on the Democrat Party, Hillary Clinton, who will be in just a few weeks, we believe, uh, nominated at her party's convention, the Democrat Convention of Philadelphia. And we have yet another enormous consequential story relating to her integrity that has kind of come to a head in this last week. And, you know, I know a lot of you listening might think, you know, the politics are politics and the Republicans are probably just picking on Hillary and the FBI looked at it for a year and they couldn't come up with a recommendation to prosecute. This is probably just, you know, being exaggerated. And, and folks, I want to tell you, on my show, I commit and I commit in these podcasts in my life. I will tell you the truth. I will try to put the truth in context of America, why it's great, why it's exceptional, why it's unique, and that it is the job of every generation of Americans. So right now it's our job to protect America's greatness, to keep us on track. And the idea that a woman with Hillary Clinton's history, history of scandal after scandal, lie after lie, deception after deception, skating through scandal after scandal that would have destroyed other candidates, and she just skates through because she is protected in large part by the media, and frankly, in this case, by James Comey, the director of the FBI. This is not a woman who should be able to be in charge of a preschool program. She should not have the reins of power in her hands based on the character she has evidenced, and that we all can see if we'll just take a moment, understand the scope of this issue that relates to Hillary Clinton and her uh, handling of her email server. You know what, I'm going to go into two quick things on that subject in this, uh, in this segment. But I do want to mention, there are literally dozens of Hillary scandals that have that have come up years year after year after year. They're never resolved. She never acknowledges her wrongdoing. She never takes responsibility. But I will still say, even though this one is the most current and it is important, the most important issue surrounding Hillary is her handling of the Benghazi crisis. And I do want to call your attention, if you're a regular listener to America Can We Talk, you know that two weeks ago on our show, we had Lieutenant Colonel Alan West on the show, and he talked about what the Benghazi crisis means for someone who wants to be your commander-in-chief. So if you didn't hear that show or you'd like more details, again, I urge you to go to ladieskemitalk.org and or soon to be americacanwetalk.org and click on interview Lieutenant Colonel Alan West. It was sometime in the month of July. I don't have the date in front of me. Um, you know, I do is the, the July 3rd show, the July 3rd show, click on Lieutenant Colonel Alan West interview, and you'll hear him talk about how extremely, I can't even think of the words, unpatriot, un, un American, just, you know, beyond careless, just uh, evil, her conduct was in, with respect to leaving four Americans, four American people to die in Benghazi when she knew they were under attack. She would not send in help, 
and then she lied about it. That one incident in her life should be enough to cause every American to say, never, ever can she be present. But tuning back to what I want to talk with you about in this very special edition is Let's Talk More, America Can We Talk. I want to talk a little, a little more about James Comey and his findings after one year of investigating Hillary Clinton and her email server. You know, there were hearings this week after James Comey literally shocked America on Tuesday this past week, July 6th, made his uh, announcement saying essentially, yes, she was extremely careless. No reasonable person would have done what she'd done. Um, everyone knows this was an irresponsible thing to do. What He just repeated extremely careless and then said, but no charges. So I want to go forward and just play a little clip for you of what happened when James Comey appeared in the United States Congress this week to uh, answer some questions from people very, very concerned about his findings. So I want to go, if I can, to clip one. This is United States Congressman Will Hurd. He happens to be a Republican from Texas. He's asking questions of Director James Comey. I'm offended. I'm offended by my friends on the other side of the political aisle saying this is political theater. This is not political theater. For me, this is serious. I spent nine and a half years as an undercover officer in the CIA. I was the guy in the back alleys collecting intelligence, passing it to lawmakers. I've seen my friends killed. I've seen assets put themselves in harm's way. And this is about protecting information, the most sensitive information the American government has. And I wish my colleagues would take this a little bit more seriously. Mr. Comey, Director Comey, excuse me. SAP, Special Access Program, you alluded to earlier, that includes SCI information. Does SCI information include human and SIGINT? Yes. Human and SIGINT, human intelligence, information collected from people that are putting themselves in harm's way to give us information to drive foreign policy. Signals intelligence, some of the most sensitive things to understand what Al-Qaeda is doing, what ISIS is doing. So, the former Secretary of State had an unauthorized server, and those are your, your words, in her basement, correct? Correct. Who was protecting that information? Who was protecting that server? Well, not much. Uh, there was a number of different people who were assigned as administrators of the server. And at least seven emails, chains, or eight, that was classified as TSSCI. Correct. So the former Secretary of State one of the president's most important advisors on foreign policy and national security had a server in her basement that had information that was collected from our most sensitive assets and it was not protected by anyone. And that's not a crime. That's outrageous. People are concerned. What does it take for someone to misuse classified information and get in trouble for it? Well, it takes uh, mishandling it and criminal intent. <laughs> and so an unauthorized server in the basement is not mishandling? Well, no, there is, there is evidence of mishandling here. The question, this whole investigation at the end focused on is there sufficient evidence of intent? Was, was this unanimous opinion within the FBI on your decision? Well, the whole FBI wasn't involved, but the team of agents, investigators, uh, analysts, technologists, yes. Did you take into any consideration? Okay, that we were listening just a moment ago there to questioning by U.S. Congressman Will Hurd. He's a Texas Republican, and he was questioning FBI Director James Comey. You can hear the outrage in 
Congressman Hurd's voice. He used to work undercover as a CIA person. He put himself in harm's way. He took risks for his risk with his life, with his health, with his safety to uncover secrets. And what this guy is saying is Hillary Clinton can gather that information, have it on her email server, utterly, as, as Director Comey acknowledged, you know, not much was protecting it. And there's no crime here. Now, the reason I want to jump and talk about this right now is because I think that Hillary is getting a lot of unjustified mileage out of the fact that she didn't do anything bad with the information. She was never accused of or charged with or threatened with some idea of treason or selling secrets. She didn't intend to hurt anyone by her action. She didn't set out to have a private email server at home in order to sell secrets or compromise America. But folks, that does not make any difference to the question of whether or not she used gross negligence in mishandling classified information. The fact that she didn't intend to sell it or use it or hurt America is irrelevant to the question of did she with responsibility for the most important information America collects to keep us safe. And she set it up in an email server, which many, many experts around the world have said has clearly been hacked. Director Comey couldn't deny that it has been hacked. He said he just couldn't find evidence, couldn't prove for sure it had been. This is exactly what gross negligence is. And this is why the American public should be outraged that this woman wants security clearance to remain in place and wants to become our president. And we come back after upcoming break. I'm going to tell you about some other people who did something a lot less than she did and got much more trouble. This is Debbie Georgia. So let's talk more of America. Can we talk? RNCN, the number one source for premium talk radio. I remember, I remember the moment. I remember the moment. I'll never forget that moment. As long as I live. As long as I live. A storage tank ruptured, and for miles, chemicals were pushing up against the riverbanks. This was a big, big deal, and it was going to have a serious impact on communities up and down the river. I remember the moment this local guy came up to me and said, they call the guard out for this stuff? You probably thought we were all about hurricanes, tornadoes, fighting Mother Nature. Hey, it's a chemical spill. It's a disaster. It affects the water supply, threatens wildlife. We're talking about the health of entire communities and people's livelihoods. You bet we're ready for these kinds of things. We were out there with booms to prevent the spill from expanding. We were responsible for protecting and monitoring the sensitive wetlands. I also remember the moment that same guy came up to me and said, I don't know what we would have done if they hadn't called the guard up. Learn more about how you can protect your friends, families, neighbors, and the environment. Everything that makes up your community. Go to NationalGuard.com. Sponsored Texas National Guard. Aired by the Texas Association of Broadcasters and this station. The world of real estate moves fast and technology needs to be able to keep up with it. If agents and home buyers aren't able to communicate in real time, opportunities can swiftly be missed. With Reallocator, the communication gap has finally been bridged. Hi, I'm David Mays, co-founder of Reallocator. I've been a real estate broker for the past 10 years and came from the frustration of buyers not being able to reach agents instantaneously. So that's what we created on demand. Potential buyers now have the ability to immediately connect with a nearby agent, making the home buying process quick, easy, and convenient. Reallocator is free to download. Just grab your smartphone, open the app, see available agents in your area, and connect instantaneously. 
Reallocator is also the perfect tool for any real estate professional. For real estate professionals, it's a lead generating monster because you know you could be at the office doing paperwork and you're going to be able to generate these leads in real time. Download your free version of Reallocator on the Apple iTunes Store today or visit the website at www.reallocator.com. In recent months, some have lost faith and trust in those who protect us. Frustration has blurred our vision, but we've faced challenges before. Operation Blue Shield is a new movement to help communities have productive conversations directly with law enforcement and first responders to listen and heal. I'm all in. I'm all in. We're We're all in. Stand united with us at OperationBlueShield.com. This time, it's for all of us. I'm a third grade teacher. I'm a school bus driver. I am a parent. I am a teacher's aide. And I agree to be identified as a caring adult who pledges to help bullied students. I will listen carefully to all students who seek my help. And act on their behalf. To put an immediate stop to bullying. I will work with other caring adults to create a safe learning environment for all the students in my school. In my school. In my school. In my school. I'm Dennis Van Roekel, president of the National Education Association. Help us create safe, bully-free learning environments for all students. One caring adult can make all the difference. Be that adult and take the pledge at nea.org slash bullyfree. Adults have the power to stop bullying in our schools. It starts with me. It starts with me. It starts with me. It starts with me. Bully-free. It starts with me. Visit nea.org slash bullyfree. A message from the National Education Association. For America's wounded warriors, coming home can sometimes be a battle in itself. Making the transition back to civilian life or active duty with a traumatic injury can be the challenge of a lifetime. The USO provides every American a way to support our wounded warriors and their families through every phase of their medical treatment and rehabilitation. It's how all of us, as a community, can give something back to our heroes. It's how we can say thank you and assure them that their sacrifice is recognized and appreciated by every one of us. Join us. Visit USO.org to learn how you can make a difference in the lives of our wounded warriors and their families. The USO. Until everyone comes home. Welcome back to this podcast edition. This is a Let's Talk More edition from America Can We Talk? And this is Debbie Georgiatis, your host. I am just so excited about this idea of having a Monday after their Sunday night show to dive into a subject we didn't quite get to and that I think is just so important to our role that each and every one of us has to preserve America, to understand the facts that shape our future, and to be actually active participants in our tremendous, precious republic. We've been talking about FBI Director James Comey's decision to label Hillary Clinton's conduct in uh, mishandling classified information. He acknowledges she mishandled top secret information. She mishandled classified information. She had it available on an un- 
an um, unsecured private server, not I mean, inconsistent with what she was supposed to be doing using a server that the federal government had uh, would have had her use and had protections, the high-level protection the U.S. government would come up with. So he acknowledges she did all that. And I think some, one reason Hillary's getting a little bit of um, people saying, well, what difference does it make, is because they think, would we really prosecute someone for this? I mean, is this really a problem, or is it just kind of one of those technical things, and Republicans are having a field day picking on her? I want to tell you just one story, and the answer is no. There are many cases in which people who used a private server when they were employed by the federal government and were supposed to be using a protected server, were actually terminated. In fact, Hillary, during her term as Secretary of State, under her time running the place, they terminated a State Department employee somewhere in Africa. I don't have the facts in front of me or the details. An African um, consulate who used an uh, an email server that was not uh, for, for official business, that was not the server he was supposed to use, he was fired. But an even more relevant analogy is this. As Hillary is, as she hopes, on her way to becoming President of the United States, there is a young man who served in our military. He's a U.S. Naval Academy graduate. His name is Mason, excuse me, Major Jason Bresler. Major Bresler. When I tell you this story, you will realize how incredibly serious it is to mishandle classified documents. All that Major Bresler did was this. He was serving in Afghanistan, serving the United States military as a Marine. He's over in Afghanistan. He realizes that an Afghan police chief who is working with American, uh, American troops, he's working with our side. His name is Anwar Jan. The, uh, Anwar Jan was a serial pedophile rapist that he was during the time we Americans are helping him and working with him and, and cooperating with him, that he was involved in a serial, serial pedophile rape story over there in Afghanistan. So he, Bresler, got this communication, which was part of a classified communication, and he forwarded that classified information about this An- Anwar Jan to other people in the military to say, what are we doing? Why, do we, why are we working with this guy who's just such a, he is a pedophile. He had a 10-year-old boy tied up raping him. This was the kind of guy this was. So this major reported this and just said, we really shouldn't be working with him. He included classified information as an attachment in an email. And then he self-reported. He realized he shouldn't have sent that classified information as an attachment to an email, turned himself in said, you know what, I, I didn't you know, mean to do something bad here. I'm trying to protect the integrity of American troops. I'm trying to protect this little boy. And he was removed from the military for mishandling classified information. Kicked out of the military. One email with a completely innocent, in fact, noble motive. And yet we have Hillary Clinton, four years as Secretary of State. And, you know, I I can hear the question that's forming in a lot of people's minds, which is, but still, she didn't intend to do something bad. She didn't sell secrets. She just didn't follow a procedure. But let me tell you why this matters. Number one, in terms of whether the federal law was violated, 
it doesn't make any difference at all what her reason was for setting up the email server at home. That's the beauty of this idea of gross negligence. She was extremely careless, as FBI Director Comey found. It doesn't matter why. It doesn't matter why she did it. She put classified information in a system vulnerable to being hacked and removed. She put U.S. assets, American human lives, at risk by her conduct. And she did it for four years. So that, that all by itself. But, you know, I'll tell you, if you want a, my two cents speculation why, Hillary does not ever think she has to play by the rules. She never has played by the rules. It never matters what the rules are. It never matters what the rules are. So the question is, um, are we going to say, well, Hillary, we're just, you know, you're, you're allowed to do your own thing? Or do we say, no, actually, Hillary, the rules apply to everyone. But Hillary's case in particular, besides that she thinks the rules don't apply to her, here's the thing about Hillary. She doesn't like scrutiny. She does not want anyone to have access to her, not just her personal email, because she could have a personal email server at home and keep her personal email there and where no one else could see it. She didn't want anyone having access to her official email, except those people she was choosing to communicate with. Obviously, she's emailing back and forth, so whoever she's emailing to has it, but she didn't want the oversight of the government. She wanted to do her own thing. Her I'm above the law attitude caused her to do this, set up this email server. It's her attitude of, I don't play by the rules. I don't cooperate. And you know what? We would never even know this email server existed except for it was discovered in the course of the Benghazi investigation. The Benghazi investigation. So I want to turn to, speaking of Benghazi, Trey Gowdy, who is the head of the, um, who who headed up the Benghazi investigation, he also did some really pointed questioning of Hillary Clinton this week in the, um, uh, excuse me, of uh, James Comey this week as he appeared before the Congress. So if we have time for clip three, I want to play what Trey Gowdy asked FBI Director Comey. Comey, uh, Secretary Clinton said she never sent or received any classified information over her private email. Was that true? Our investigation found that there was classified information sent. So it was not true. Right. That's what I said. Okay. Well, I'm, I'm looking for a little shorter answer so you and I are not here quite as long. Secretary Clinton said there was nothing marked classified on her emails either sent or received. Was that true? That's not true. There were a small number of portion markings on, I think, three of the documents. Secretary Clinton said, I did not email any classified material to anyone on my email. There is no classified material. Was that true? There was classified material emailed. Secretary Clinton said she used just one device. Was that true? She used multiple devices during the four years uh, of her term as Secretary of State. Secretary Clinton said all work-related emails were returned to the State Department. Was that true? No, we found work-related emails, thousands, that were not returned. Secretary Clinton said neither she nor anyone else deleted work-related emails from her personal account. Was that true? That's a harder one to answer. Uh, We found traces of work-related emails. Uh, in on devices or in Slack space, whether they were deleted or whether when a server was changed out, something happened to them. There's no doubt that there were work-related emails that were removed electronically from the, the email system. 
Secretary Clinton said her lawyers read every one of the emails and were overly inclusive. Did her lawyers read the email content individually? No. Well, in the interest of time, and because I have a plane to catch tomorrow afternoon, I'm not going to go through any more of the false statements, but I am going to ask you to put on your old hat. False exculpatory statements, they are used for what? Well, either for this, a substantive prosecution or for evidence of intent in a criminal prosecution. Exactly. Intent and consciousness of guilt, right? Is that right? Right. Con consciousness of guilt and intent. Mm -hmm. uh, in your old job, you would prove intent, as you just referenced, um, by showing the jury evidence of a complex scheme that was designed for the very purpose of concealing the public record. And you would be arguing, in addition to concealment, the destruction that you and I just talked about, or certainly the failure to preserve. You would argue all of that under the heading of content. You would also, intent, you would also be arguing the pervasiveness of the scheme, when it started, when it ended, and the number of emails, whether they were originally classified or upclassified. You, you would argue all of that under, under, under the heading of intent. That, my friends, is one of the most brilliant congressmen. Now, I'm happy in this show on America Can We Talk to go ahead and criticize Republicans, Democrats, and anybody else. But you were just hearing was Congressman Trey Gowdy laying out the case for FBI Director Comey that Hillary's conduct, her, uh, her destruction of evidence, her hiding of evidence, hiding of her emails is what you would use if you were a prosecutor trying to prove evidence of intent, consciousness of guilt. We're going to have to head off to a break. When we wrap it up in this next segment, I want to tell you about why this matters to whether Hillary Clinton is qualified to be president of the United States of America. Short answer, no way. RNCN, the number one source for premium talk radio. What if you got rewarded for every good decision? What if your heart had a special way of letting you know it appreciates your healthy choices? Oh, I've got to get my family to eat more vegetables. Amazing! And instead of cooking with butter tonight, I think I'll saute our veggies with a heart-healthy oil. You're a genius! So really, would your food choices pay off in heart health? Did you know that when you replace bad fats with healthier fats, like those in canola or other vegetable oils, it can lower bad cholesterol levels, and that's good for your heart. Here's a winning idea. Take up the challenge for good health, because the you of the future will say, Fantastic! Learn more at heart.org slash face the fats. Canola Info proudly supports the American Heart Association's Face the Fats campaign. Hi, I'm Graham, inventor of the Sneak Guard. Our homes are full of adventurous snoopers. They go through everything until they find something they like. Children, roommates, babysitters, teens, pets, you name it. Snoopers are everywhere. Sneak Guard is the world's first purpose-built locking vacuum storage container, designed to protect snoopers from the unintended ingestion of medications and more. Safe, responsible storage. Available now at sneakguard.com. S-N-E-A-K-G-U-A-R-D.com. 
I'm a third grade teacher. I'm a school bus driver. I am a parent. I am a teacher's aide. And I agree to be identified as a caring adult who pledges to help bullied students. I will listen carefully to all students who seek my help and act on their behalf to put an immediate stop to bullying. I will work with other caring adults to create a safe learning environment for all the students in my school. In my school. In my school. In my school. I'm Dennis Van Roekel, president of the National Education Association. Help us create safe, bully-free learning environments for all students. One caring adult can make all the difference. Be that adult and take the pledge at nea.org slash bullyfree. Adults have the power to stop bullying in our schools. It starts with me. It starts with me. It starts with me. It starts with me. Bully-free. It starts with me. Visit nea.org slash bullyfree. A message from the National Education Association. Hi, I'm Shantae Hawkins, the bottom line strategist and CEO and founder of Profit is the New Black. Many business owners believe that the numbers aren't sexy. I'll tell you what's not sexy, being broke. It doesn't take money to make money. It takes action, consistent action. That's exactly what I was able to help my clients do. Take them from multiple five figures to six figures in their business and even from multiple six figures to seven figures. To find out more about me, you can check me out at ProfitIsTheNewBlack.com or pick up the phone and call me at 972-375-0777. In recent months, some have lost faith and trust in those who protect us. Frustration has blurred our vision, but we've faced challenges before. Operation Blue Shield is a new movement to help communities have productive conversations directly with law enforcement and first responders to listen and heal. I'm all in. I'm all in. We're We're all in. Stand united with us at OperationBlueShield.com. This time, it's for all of us. Owning your own business is one of the most rewarding things you'll ever do. But it certainly isn't easy. For nearly 50 years, business owners have been getting the help they need from SCORE. All for free. My SCORE mentor helped me take the first step. He helped me create a business plan and helped me implement it. SCORE mentors are passionate about sharing their expertise to help small businesses achieve success. I could not have done it alone. Whether you're a startup or an existing business, SCORE mentors can help you achieve your goals and help your business grow. With more than 12,000 volunteers with real-world business experience, SCORE is ready and willing to help make your dreams come true. SCORE helped me to make the unimaginable possible, all for free. Visit SCORE.org to get started today. SCORE, for the life of your business. Welcome back to the last segment of our second ever uh, Let's Talk More. It's our podcast. It's a Monday after the Sunday of our show. This is America Can We Talk and Debbie Georgiatis. I love this Monday idea of Let's Talk More, diving into one subject we didn't quite get enough to uh, last in our show the previous night. Well, I want to wrap up. This is, whole hour has been dedicated to talking about FBI Director James Comey's announcement just this past week that he he laid out what I will tell you in law they call a prima facie case. He laid out the case where when you're going to lay out a case to a judge, if they call it a prima facie case, you list all of the elements of what the crime is or the wrongdoing is. You lay out the facts that tie to those elements 
and you essentially laid out, I have all of the elements needed to prove this crime. That's what James Comey did when he announced to the American public on Tuesday that Hillary had Hillary Clinton had an unauthorized and completely unsecured private email server in her home. She used it during all four years of her, her term as Secretary of State. It had no security to it. It contained classified information, top secret information, secret information, sensitive information. It contained information that she was storing in a completely unsecured way that she lied about it over and over and over and over and over, and that her handling of classified information, which under federal law she is required to, she is prohibited from mishandling classified information, he said she mishandled it. He said she was extremely careless, which is what the definition of gross negligence is, but then he came around and said, but no charges. He, the FBI, was going to recommend to the Department of Justice no charges. And so the American public cannot force James Comey to do the right thing. But the American public can react to what you learned about Hillary Clinton in this investigation. And I want to hit in this last segment just a couple other points about what has happened here. Not only did Hillary Clinton, you know, get away with this for four years, it only came to light because during the Benghazi hearings, the existence of Hillary's private email server was discovered. But even since that time, she has overtly and in the face, speaking to millions of people on national television, lied, lied about it over and over. And I want to play just a couple clips to show you what those, what I mean by that. On her personal email, watch. I did not email any um, classified material to anyone on my email. There is no classified materials. I never sent or received any classified material. They are retroactively classifying it. From the group of 30,000 emails returned to the State Department in 2014, 110 emails in 52 email chains have been determined by the owning agency to contain classified information at the time they were sent or received. They were classified at the time they were sent or received. This is not a matter of retroactive. Okay, and the other segment is there's a um, uh, similar thing in, in interaction again with um, Hillary Clinton and what she claimed happened, what James Comey said happened. And, um, and this, we're going to play that last clip. I have uh, absolute confidence that everything that could be in any way uh, connected to work is now in the possession of the uh, State Department. The FBI also discovered several thousand work-related emails that were not among the group of 30,000 emails returned by Secretary Clinton to state in 2014. In any way, in any way it was turned over, except the FBI director said. So again, this is Hillary Clinton. She just can't help herself, folks. And, you know, we could spend, we have on America Can We Talk, or when our show was previously called Ladies Can We Talk, we've laid out many times over Hillary Clinton's career where she has engaged in something that would have been career-ending for any other elected official, any other candidate. She's gotten away with the lies surrounding Whitewater, the lies surrounding the FBI files, the lies surrounding the Rose, billing, Rose Law Firm billing records 
the, the cattle futures. I mean, we just, we list them on and on and on and on and on. And, you know, I think that we're, we're at a place in America where I, there are people shaking their heads thinking, how could we be here? How could we be at the point when this is the person that is apparently going to get the Democrat nomination? And and part of what, as I mentioned earlier, I want to kind of, we're getting around, we're going to close on this, but you know, where we're going to, we need to recognize why and what has allowed Hillary to get away with what she's gotten away with. And one is that over the course of the years, in this uh, FBI uh, Director Comey's decision this week, this is a classic example. Her wrongdoing is uncovered. It's plain as day. The Hillary Clinton, the Clinton uh, you know, apparatus kicks into gear. The just stonewalling, then lying, and then saying that never happened. I never said that. No matter what happens, all that happens is the media ends up covering for her. And frankly, some of the institutions of power in this country cover for her. There is no explanation for FBI Director Comey to have concluded that she was extremely careless in handling top secret classified information that she should have known, any reasonable person would have known, but we're not going to charge her. And you know, I discovered something interesting about Director Comey um, just recently when um, I was investigating this, uh, getting ready for this show. You know, she she was part related to an investigation years ago that uh, Director Comey was also involved in. It's just kind of enlightening. I'll quick share it with you. So FBI Director Comey formerly was a prosecutor. And in 2004, he was a deputy attorney general in the Justice Department. This is the same guy who has the FBI now, who is a deputy attorney general in the Justice Department, and he was assigned to looking into the case of Sandy Berger. It's a, a man, Sandy Berger, who stole documents, who has admitted he stole documents from the National Archives. Uh, he did this between September and October of 2003, and the stolen documents related to the investigation of the 2000 the year that we t- turned the year 2000, 2000 millennial celebration, because the investigation was about, did we miss signs? Did we miss, as we're looking into investigating things, do we miss signs that could have given us a warning before the 2001 attack, the 9-11 attack of 2001? Did we miss things? Sandy Berger is part of looking into that. He went into the National Archives and stole documents, literally stuffed them down his pants, walked out with them, and those documents were alleged to have been ones that would have caused Bill Clinton not to be held personally responsible for the 9-11 attacks, but to uncover the fact that there were things Bill Clinton's administration should have looked into and didn't. It was to cover for his longtime political allies, Bill Clinton, and Bill and Hillary Clinton, that Sandy Berger stole these documents. So Sandy Berger is being prosecuted for stealing documents, and James Comey, this is now in 2004, is looking into it. So the entire investigation would obviously tie into, most prosecutors would ask, well, gee, why does Sandy Berger go do those of his own volition? Were the Clintons urging him to do that? Were they behind it? Did they push it? But there was just great speculation raised at the time. Why is it that James Comey never looked into the Clintons 
in this entire investigation of Sandy Berger, who did plead guilty. And I'll tell you something else James Comey said at the time about the importance of documents. This is James Comey's speech, a, a remarks in 2004 relating to Sandy Berger's prosecution. As a general matter, we take issues of classified information very seriously. It's our lifeblood, those secrets. It's against the law for anyone to intentionally mishandle classified documents, either by taking it or give to somebody else or by mishandling it in a way that's outside the government regulations. So James Comey knows the law and he knows the importance, the, the kind of moral core behind the law. But what he decided that the law applies to everyone except Hillary Clinton. And this is the kind of thing to tie back to the beginning of the show. We talked about the idea of the rule of law. When people start to watch that others who work for the government are kicked out of the government, they eternally lose their right to have any security clearance because the common punishment for people who mishandle classified documents is to surrender their national security clearance and agree to never seek it or receive any, uh, any level of national security clearance for the rest of their life. So Comey is protecting the Democrats' choice for president this year, and he is placing that politic, that political goal, above his job as the head of the FBI. Now, I got to say, James Comey has done some good things. He laid out a prima facie case for prosecuting Hillary Clinton. The world knows, the country knows what she's like. So now, folks, the ball's in the voters' court. It's in your court. Not only do you now have more information you may have ever had about Hillary Clinton and the mishandling of top secret documents, but you know why it matters. You know that James Comey knows why it matters. You know you can go online and read what James Comey said about Hillary Clinton and her mishandling of the documents. Her mishandling was intentional. Her decision to set up the email server was intentional, just like the decision to get drunk and then get behind the wheel of a car. It may, you may not intend the outcome, but you intended the drinking, you intended the driving. She intended to put top secret emails at risk because she valued her privacy, her preferences over the security of the American people and those, especially those serving America and in, in putting themselves in harm's way. Folks, this is Debbie Georgiatis, and uh, let's talk more on America Can We Talk. I must urge you to read what I'm talking about, learn about it, tell your friends Hillary Clinton cannot end up in our White House. Speak up for America. destination for premium talk radio the center for animal research and education is a non-profit providing a permanent home to over hi i'm danny o'connell i'm partner at benefit resource group a family-owned boutique insurance agency brg is one of the leading boutique agencies here in dallas fort worth our mission is to add value to our clients and employees lives through creative insurance solutions when you start going upstream to a regional or even a national type provider, the decisions over who they're going to work with and where they're going to place their business is decided around a boardroom. A lot of times, they're not always aligning with the best service provider in the space that you actually need. Numerous
most times they've already made an agreement and that service provider may take for granted the service that they actually have to deliver to the client in the end. And they may not always be the best in your area or for your situation. Being a boutique, we are independent. We have the flexibility to go out and find the right solution specific to you. It's always a good time to sit down and speak with one of our agents. You can reach us at 214-750-7557. And you can find us on the web at brg-tx.com. We know it's not easy dealing with a loved one who drinks too much, but there's help and hope at Elanon Family Groups. For a meeting near you, call one 888 4 That's 1-888-425-2666. RMCN.